Thank you for tuning in to Take It or Leave It. Each week, Dynasty Coach A will throw out a hot take and tell you why it may not be as hot as you think. Now, here's your host. Welcome back to Take It or Leave It. Tonight's episode, we're going to be going over one of my favorite players in Dynasty, at least right now. That's DJ Moore. Now, somebody pointed out to me before that every single Take It or Leave It episode so far has been negative. Uh, so I definitely wanted to change that. And I wanted to get somebody positive on here. I didn't necessarily you know, start out saying it was going to be all negative, but I guess just, I, I kind of just wait for uh, an idea to pop into my head each week of, of who I want to go over, whether it's just their conversation, something I see on Twitter or, you know, however it comes about. And, uh, and just every time it just seemed to be a, a player that I was uh, less high on than everyone else. Now, like I said, today's episode is going to be very different because it's uh, one of the players I'm highest on. All right, so DJ Moore is going off the board as wide receiver six in May ADP. He finished the 2019 season as wide receiver 13, but he only played 14 games. He's 23 years old, and he won't be 24 until next offseason. Let's go all the way back to the beginning in college. He had 53% of the receiving yards and 53% of the touchdowns for the Terrapins in his junior season. And if that isn't amazing enough, and bringing it back to the last episode, he actually averaged a higher yards per attempt as a quarterback than Daniel Jones did in college. Yes, that's right. He's a better quarterback than Daniel Jones, believe it or not. All right, so in his rookie year with the Panthers, he started to come on in the second half of the season but that was right as Cam's shoulder started to decline. In week 11 of 2018, he scored 28.7 points. Then in 12, 17.8, 10.5, 11.7, then 3.4, 3.9, and finally 12.1. Cam's last full game was week 14. So that 3.4, 3.9, and 12.1 is when uh, Kyle Allen took over. And we know that Cam wasn't healthy even before he stopped. So, I mean, even when it started dropping down to the 10.5, 11.7, it, it basically just ruined his breakout. In 2019, he picked right back up where he left off with 12.6 points and then 17.9 points in weeks one and two with Cam under center. Then Cam got hurt again, but he had 24 targets in those first two games. That's a 16-game pace of 192 targets. Now, obviously, that's an extremely small sample size, but, I mean, that's, uh, that's almost, almost record-breaking stuff. That's like Michael Thomas stuff there. All right, so then Kyle Allen comes back in, and it takes a couple games for him to figure out what's going on, with DJ only getting a combined seven targets over the next two weeks. But then starting week five, he averaged 10.2 targets per game, or 163.2 target 16-game pace, which is still pretty damn good. His fantasy points over those weeks averaged 17.81 points with the 16-game pace of 284.96 points, which would have been the wide receiver two overall last season. So from week on or week five on, if we extrapolated that out to a 16-game season, he would have been the wide receiver two, obviously assuming that he played all 16 games. Even if we use the full 14 games that he played the majority of the snaps in, and extrapolated over 16 games, it would have been 262.17 points, which would have been the wide receiver five overall last season. Okay, but now you're saying he's being drafted as the wide receiver six, so wide receiver five isn't really anything to write home about, right? Well, 
his QB for the majority of the season had the 30th best accuracy rating, 31st adjusted yards per attempt, and the 33rd passer rating. Now, remember, there's only 32 starting quarterbacks in the NFL, but we did have some injuries last season. But basically, he's worse than every other starter. I could literally go on all day long with all the stats that he's in the 30s, ranked in the 30s for. Now they get rid of Allen, they bring in Teddy Bridgewater, and his new quarterback has had the second best accuracy rating, the 12th adjusted yards per attempt, and the ninth passer rating in 2019. So just his quarterback alone is going to be a huge upgrade. We saw what he was able to do with Cam. Cam isn't exactly known for his accuracy, although he was getting better you know, as the years went on. Kyle Allen was accurate if you look at his statistics, but most of that was because he was dumping it off to Christian McCaffrey the entire time. And while Teddy Bridgewater isn't exactly going to sling it down the field 40 yards every play, that doesn't matter because that's not DJ Moore's game. It actually falls right in line with how you want to play DJ Moore. Even if you want to make the argument that Bridgewater was a, a product of the system and isn't going to be as good in Carolina, if we just go back to his, uh, his second season in Minnesota, he's, all of his numbers are still way better than Kyle Allen's. It's not like we're just banking on, on last year. I mean, literally everything, completion rate, interception rate, uh, adjusted yards per attempt, QB rate, QBR, everything was better. And that was even in his second season in Minnesota, which was not a great team, at least offensively. Now, the Panthers had 633 passing attempts last year between Cam and Kyle. I don't really see that, and and that's extremely high, but I don't really see that changing. They added a bunch of defensive rookies, but I don't expect their defense to get much better, especially after losing Luke Keekley to retirement, which means the pass attempt should be at the top of the league again. All right, so if we take last year's numbers of 633 targets, but now we add in Teddy Bridgewater's numbers from last season, we would get 430 completions, which would give with the same exact target share that DJ Moore had last year, which was actually a little lower than I would expect it to be this year. But based off of last year, DJ would end up with 104 receptions based off of his yards per reception from last year, which was lower than his rookie year. Once again, Kyle Allen, but based off of those numbers, he would have 1,409 yards based off of his extremely low 4.1% TD rate. He would have seven touchdowns and that would equal 286.9 PPR points, which would have been second last season. If we give him Julio Jones touchdown rate, which is still considered extremely low at 6.1%, he would have ended up with nine touchdowns or he would end up with nine touchdowns, which would give him 298.9 points, almost 300 PPR points. Now, no, that doesn't rival Michael Thomas's 374 points that he put up this season. But once again, I do think some of those numbers are a little low. To sum everything up, take the 2019 wide receiver five, subtract one of the worst quarterbacks in the league, add one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the league, sprinkle in a little bit of the worst defense in the league, and you have yourself the wide receiver one for 2020. Now, I know that's kind of a hot take, uh, but I guess, you know, that's what this show is supposed to be about. Now, you know, every week I throw out a trade target for you to go get, but obviously since this is the first positive take it or leave it, it's kind of hard for you to trade away a player you don't have. So I'll just say this. I would trade 
any wide receiver for DJ Moore. Yes, I said any. Now, obviously, it would be stupid to waste the value of the players going ahead of them. So I'll tell you to trade them for DJ Moore plus. Now, in this instance, the trade calculator is showing you can trade Michael Thomas, who's 27 years old, for DJ Moore, who's 23, and Jared Goff in a two-quarterback or super flex league. I foresee Thomas's points coming down a bit and Moore's going way up. So there's no way I'm passing up on a top 12 quarterback added on top of that. Now, obviously, Michael Thomas isn't the only one that you can trade away or, or get – but, you know, the whole point is that I would not be scared of trading away Michael Thomas. And it's not just his age. I don't really care that he's 27. I was just making a point that there is a four-year gap. But we do have Drew Brees basically retiring next year. He already tried to retire this year, and, and they kind of forced him not to. We don't know exactly what's going to happen with Michael Thomas. And if you guys think that Jameis Winston's the answer, <laughs> you got something coming. The point is, go get yourself some DJ Moore shares. If you're not as much of a believer as I am, then obviously you don't have to own them in every league like I basically do. But at least go get yourself one or two shares. That way, when he does blow up and ends up as, at the very least, a top five wide receiver this season, then you can be as excited as I am. And if he does end up being that wide receiver one overall this season, then I want to hear from you guys at the end of the year telling me how great of a call this was. But whether you love it or hate it, you got to take it or leave it. 